Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast. We're here together uh, talking about the month of April, which Easter is in this month. I'm here with Kristen and Maddie. Uh, Kristen, you want to kick us off with an update from last month and what's happening coming forward in April? Uh, sure. We are. We had a great month with um, our parent and child dedication. So we were able to celebrate with um, a whole bunch of families. Yeah, the numbers were like 38 <laughs> families, 50 30. some odd kids, right? Yeah. Across all campuses. Yeah. Yep. So that was a really special Sunday. We got a lot of great feedback from families that were involved with that. Um, just a really great opportunity for us to um, come alongside all of the parents um, that are interested in uh, dedicating their children and just show them the partnership that we as kids ministry want to have with them but also our entire church to be able to just come alongside of them and support them. Nice, nice. Anything special coming up in the month of April? Well, we've got Easter. Easter. So we are going to talk, I think, more about that as we go along today. But um, we've got some fun plans for our families for Easter this year. Nice, nice. Well, Maddie, uh, Maddie's here with us as well. Hello, um, hello. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, can you tell us what preschool uh, is going to be doing for the month of Easter tied to curriculum and what they'll be learning? Yeah, so the preschool's curriculum or series this um, month is called A Happy Sunday. So, of course, we're going to be working through the Easter lesson. Um, the main topic is grace and um, just capitalizing on Jesus is risen and um, the excitement surrounding that and Jesus defeating um, death in the grave, uh, obviously on terms for preschool kids. Um, so the focus is taking all the gospel accounts of Jesus' resurrection um, and, again, that Jesus is alive and um, his words there. Um, the memory verse for this month is Romans ten nine in the L- NLT version. Um, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Um, and the crafts this month are super um, exciting, just fun. We're going with the Easter story of Palm Sunday. They're going to be making a branch. Uh, one side, you know, the palm and waving that around. Another one is a cross craft um, where they'll, like, put their name and decorate that. And then um, there'll be a craft about the visual of the tomb being rolled away and it, the grave being empty. Um, yeah, so super excited for preschool this month. Yeah, preschool sounds like Easter every day, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Nice. What about uh, elementary? Yeah, so elementary series is called Jesus's Final Days. So just working through Jesus's last days here on earth. Um, so working through the story of when Jesus arrives in Jerusalem, um, the Last Supper, Jesus's death and resurrection, and then the ascension. Um, so the memory verse for this month will be Luke 24, 6. He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while you were still in Galilee. And then the bright idea for this month is Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus revealed God's plan. Jesus died and rose again. That'll be on Easter Sunday. And then Jesus is alive. Nice. I love the tie-in to final words, mm-hmm. final days. It's always cool. Catch that. Yeah, it's always great when things in kids' ministry overlap with what's going on in big church, as we call it. For sure. (laughs) The adults. The adult service, yes. (laughs) Right. Well, nice. And, uh, you know, tied to this, the discipleship moment for this month that we want to talk about is intentional Easter, right? And so this is kind of the one, uh, one episode that we want to talk about where maybe it's not super applicable every day. It kind of would be, but... Making Easter extra special, a, a moment uh, as a family to uh, bring everyone together around Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, ultimately his life as a whole, um, but making those moments special, right? We, we've talked in previous months about 
uh, parent-child dedication every day? How can you intentionally disciple your kids on a regular basis, having those uh, conversations? But in this conversation, what we want to talk about is how can you kind of implement some spiritual pieces into your Easter celebration, right? Because for a lot of people, Easter... Uh, especially in Rochester, is probably like a celebration of it's getting a little bit warmer, um, <laughs> and there's hopefully some flowers blooming. Um, there's hopefully you're gonna go have dinner with family and see grandma and kind of all these things like that. But how can we bring some of the pieces of the reason for this time of year? Um, and so Easter with intentionality. Let's start with what are the resources that we're gonna give to parents um, that they could put in play. Uh, well, we are getting ready to um, hand out our Easter bingo cards bingo. that we're going to give. Bingo. <laughs> yep. And so it's basically, it's a card, um, just like your your typical bingo card, but the, the um, spaces on the card are all different types of activities that you can do as a family. We always want to try to create meaningful opportunities for families to spend together. Um, so quite a few of them will be something that will help maybe, you know, challenge a kid to think about Easter, to help prepare their hearts um, as we get ready to celebrate, you know, the resurrection of Jesus. And so there'll be a bunch of different things like uh, making resurrection rolls or doing an Easter egg hunt or might be, you know, inviting somebody to come to church with you for Easter. Um, then there'll be some other things, you know, uh, going on a scavenger hunt or, uh, going for a walk as a family, just different things that families can participate in. And then when they complete their bingo card, so they get, you know, five in a row, um, they'll be able to submit that to us and they'll be entered into a prize or into a drawing to win a big prize. That's right. And then, and then all these, you know, the, the mission behind every time we do a uh, partnering with parents piece where we send something home or we intentionally you know, Northridge kids, we don't do a ton of like outreach events or even just events in general. Uh, and that's with intentionality because we want to put our resourcing and time into maybe helping families create a moment together for discipleship at home of, you know, creating a memory, creating something that's longer lasting than I went to church and had a good time playing kickball or something like that, right? <laughs> and so what I, what I love about all these is they hopefully set families up to, okay, over the next a uh, week or two, we're going to spend some in, more intentional moments doing these things together as a family and talking about the reason for the season of what Jesus did, what he accomplished, what he made available to us, uh, especially talking about those resurrection roles. So like, Kristen, you mm -hmm. told me about them yes. yesterday of what they are, and <laughs> I got excited. Like, my kids can't even understand yet, but I'm thinking, like, I think we're going to do those this year. Like, that's really cool. Can you talk us through, uh, for some people... Maybe most, if they're like me, they had no clue. Like, what is a resurrection role? Like, what, what exactly is that? And making those as a family and the opportunity that those may create together. Yeah. This is something I just, I found um, the recipe, I guess you'd call it, for resurrection roles on Pinterest. Gotta okay. love Pinterest. And um, it's just something we started with our kids back when they were, you know, fairly young. But it has just become probably one of our favorite yeah. Easter traditions that we do. My kids are, you know, I have a 16 year old and I have a 12 year old and they still want to do <laughs> resurrection rolls. It's always like, wait, when are we going to have time to do them? Like on Sunday morning. So basically what it is, is all you need is, you know, a can of crescent rolls. 
Uh, you need a couple marshmallows and you need some melted butter and then some cinnamon and sugar. And so you give each kid like there's... Now, let me interrupt you for a second. Is there a specific type of marshmallow <laughs> that works better than others? Just a white marshmallow. A big marshmallow. Big not, marshmallow. not mini marshmallows. Not mini. So you need a, a big, big marshmallow. Big yes. One. Okay, that's important. So the marshmallow is supposed to represent Jesus. So, so you it's, just need it's one. You pure, need yeah. Well, for, you'll need one for each <laughs> crescent roll. Right, so right, typically, yeah. you know, a tube has eight. So you might need eight marshmallows. There you go. Um... But they're white, and so you can talk to your kids about the fact that this represents Jesus's body, and he was pure, and um, you know had no sin, and you talk about the sacrifice that he made. Um, then the kids are able to dip the marshmallow into the melted butter, and that's kind of similar to like when Jesus's body was anointed with oils before his burial. And then the spices would be the cinnamon and sugar. You roll them in cinnamon and sugar. And then you wrap the whole thing in the crescent roll. And so that's just kind of like, you know, how they would have prepared. Yes, exactly. So and then, you know, throughout all of this, there's different passages that you can read to kind of like, you know, follow along in the Bible as you're doing this activity. So you wrap up the, the marshmallow really tight so you can't see the marshmallow. And then you put it in the oven, which is supposed to be like the tomb. So he goes into the tomb, and then after, I forget how many minutes it takes to bake, but after a few minutes, you pull them out, and when you go to open them, the marshmallow's gone. So he has risen. He is not there anymore. Yeah, it's really fun. I have pictures of of my girls the first year we did this, and their jaws just dropped. Like, what? Where did the marshmallow go? (laughs) So it's just a fun connection for kids. It's something that they enjoy, a hands-on activity Mm -hmm. um, that just seems to make an impact. So that's one of our favorites. Yeah, and then we'll be creating, with with the bingo card, Mm -hmm. with some of these activities that may take a few more steps other than, like, go on a walk, uh, there'll be a link to our website where we'll give some instructions. Mm-hmm. Uh, our hope is on the card to do a QR code in the middle that'll just take you right to the website page where the resurrection rolls or even links to, okay, what are the passages for the Easter story mm-hmm. um, that you can read together as a family um, so that you can intentionally uh, take this Easter to another level. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, what what are some other uh, resources that may be on the bingo card or that we want to recommend to, you know, make your Easter intentional? Um, I think a couple places that are always great to check out. Right now, media has some great resources. You can just, in the search line, put in Easter, and there are some great kids things. Um, we have used before in kids' ministry, there's a five-minute Easter devotional. Um, it goes along with Easter week. Uh, it, just a real simple, like there's a cute little video that kids can watch. There's a memory verse. Is that um, the Jelly Telly? Yes. Okay. Jelly Telly yes. is, even though it's it's cheesy name, right? <laughs> it's it's created it's by Phil awesome. Vischer, who created the uh, Veggie, Veggie Tales, Tales, which they're super like biblical. And even though they might be slightly corny for an adult's taste. I even did that. I don't find them corny. Yeah, I love them. Sometimes <laughs> they're corny. Sometimes they're yes. not. It, the corny in the sense of like the graphic work, but even mm-hmm. though it's, it's really professionally done, the, the yeah. shapes they choose to use are, is very like kid friendly, mm-hmm. even though they're teaching big biblical truths um, in, in the telling of those devos. They're really good. Yeah. So that's a good one. Um, another thing that you can look for is like resurrection eggs is another popular thing that families will do where there's different... Um, Symbols, you can either make them. Again, if you go to Pinterest, you can find all kinds of different nice. um, whatever websites that will <laughs> yeah, yeah, show yeah. you how to make your own set of resurrection eggs. You can also purchase them. 
Um, but it's just basically like a, an Easter egg hunt. But what's hidden inside of each egg is something related to the whole nice. Easter story. So it gives your kids a yeah. chance to have a fun Easter egg hunt mm-hmm. and then to kind of retell the right. Easter story as you open up all the eggs. Yeah. And I would say the point for families as you're thinking about Easter is not to how can we do this elaborate, extravagant, like mm-hmm. baking or we need to plan a full scavenger hunt where kids, you know, walk through the Easter store. It's, it's making time as a family together because your kids will remember that, mm-hmm. um, that, oh, we, we sat, you know, we did something as a family to think about Easter, to celebrate it, to be intentional with it. Um, and it could be as simple as we're making a cake. And mm-hmm. as we're making the cake, we're, we're taking time to have an intentional conversation about that. Like yeah. the simple recipe of the resurrection rolls, right? That you, mm-hmm. you talked about, it's like, oh, it's just a few simple ingredients, yep. but the connections that are so clear there yeah. that it's like, man, that's that. Every time I see a crescent roll now, I'm going to be thinking <laughs> about that, right? Uh, um, but it's just taking that time to have that intentional conversation with your kids and oper- you know, taking the opportunity of being the primary mm-hmm. disciple maker, right? Yeah. I'm saying like, I'm going to be intentional with the time I've been given, no matter if you know, my kids are um, in preschool, elementary, or getting ready to go to middle school. I'm just being intentional with that time. And so, yeah. Anything else yeah. we have to add? With that, too, something that I appreciated, um, a woman that mentored me in college, she often, around, like, Easter or Christmas, be like, okay, what are things that, you know, culture projects, like, Easter egg hunt or painting eggs, and she would try to, like, find a way to... Mm weave in like a biblical like premise with it so like with painting eggs one time I was at her house and we were painting eggs with the kids and she had you know little color-coded cards and each color represented part of the gospel or I know like bright curriculum often does that and it's like these are different prayers you can do so I just appreciated seeing her do that it's like we can still paint eggs but also have like that intentionality yeah like we don't have to like fully abandon like chocolate Mm -hmm. and egg (laughs) so we can like be intentional with those mm-hmm. of things that a lot of times that even non-Christians or non-followers of Jesus will do around Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, like we can take that and we don't have to like say we're going to be fully segregated from mm-hmm. culture, but we can say, oh, we can, we can infiltrate it and repurpose that and, yeah. and redeem yeah. that. Um, if it's not sin, then we can, mm-hmm. we can celebrate the reason to actually celebrate because mm-hmm. Christians should be the best at yeah, celebrating, absolutely. not, not just like, Nope, we're going to put on our ties and go to church. <laughs> right? And so we can, we, we should be the best at celebrating because we have a reason to celebrate, especially this time of year. We have a reason oh, yeah. to have hope. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a reason to celebrate and what better way to do some of these things and maybe even use these opportunity to do outreach with mm-hmm. other families and, and um, that you can, do it without being weird, right? And just yeah. uh, point them towards the hope. Invite somebody to church, Easter services, yeah. Um, and yeah, make this Easter intentional. Yeah, we did one year. Um, we egged our neighbors. If you've ever seen that, like so in their yard. No, not like eggs. not like real eggs. <laughs> right, but like it was with plastic like, yes, eggs in their yes, yard. Right, that's what I was saying. Plastic eggs, and then you put a little note on their door, and you leave one egg empty to represent that. Yeah. the fact that like, oh, the tomb was empty, and. You know, that's a, it's just kind of a fun way to be able to invite your neighbors to come, you know, check out Mm -hmm. an Easter service at Northridge or whatever. Um, but it's also a fun thing. Like the kids enjoyed being kind of sneaky, trying to get, you know, (laughs) trying to get to their yard and put the eggs out without anybody catching them. So kind of a fun way to do that. So we hope you engage with this Easter bingo family card that we're creating, uh, that Kristen and our team is putting a ton of work into, like make a resurrection rolls, go on an Easter Mm -hmm. egg hunt. Invite somebody to church, 
just make this Easter intentional. And we are grateful to be able to partner with you to see more kids become better followers of Jesus. Thanks for tuning in.